Wow, we're going to reference that book review in every single episode, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is the most influential book we've ever read on this show so far. That and Atomic Habits, we could reference on every episode. Welcome to the Productivity Lab, the podcast where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we are talking about a rule that I guess kind of seems obvious in hindsight, but I never thought about. It's the 20-20-20 rule, which is that every 20 minutes of work you do, you get up for about 20 seconds and you walk about 20 feet. We'll get to that later, but first let's uh, talk about what we've been up to lately in this quarantine time. How's Pride to be going in quarantine? <laughs> it is going. So uh, given that... Um, half of March I was sick um, yeah. and then the other half recovering it's kind of been slow to kind of get into uh, the thick of things I did mm-hmm. a uh, uh, review of March and I can see in toggle where uh, when I got sick <laughs> on the 8th no time tracking for like the next two weeks um, oh, wow! <laughs> and then it started to creep back up with a few things so you know, benefit of tracking your time, right? You can kind of see when when things are productivity j- kind of just drops out. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting, and uh, to see kind of see where my time just dropped off. But it's been a slow um, uh, creep back into uh, the productivity world. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of different projects and things going on that I need to catch up on. Um, several things being impacted by the current state of the world with different <laughs> events. Yeah, so right now, just in a phase of, I got upcoming two talks uh, that I will be doing, one for the meetup and one for our online conference. So oh, Yeah, you're doing online meetups now, I saw. I didn't go to it last weekend, but that's a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah, it was really, uh, really cool to just uh, join uh, uh, via Zoom, which, you know, I've kind of been using Zoom for years now uh, before everyone else jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> I'm a Zoomster. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was nice to have just a quick coffee get together with everyone and kind of, and we ended up reviewing podcast artwork and a trailer uh, for someone's new show that they're launching. So That's we cool. were able to uh, look at that, listen to it, and give some uh, of our feedback. And uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. With that, another event coming up uh, that we're going to do a virtual. I reached out to some people who expressed interest in um, leading some sessions. So we'll see how that turns out. And then I need to prep for a uh, online conference next month. Uh that will be happening. So um, outlining those presentations, which is also slyly piecing together a podcasting book slash guide. Um, But that's very slow going. Um, And otherwise, it's just kind of reorganizing my list where we're through the first quarter of 2020. And I have all my task lists to uh, analyze my current projects, um, uh, things that oh, I'm yeah. doing, 
and saying, um, should I be continuing continuing those and do I need to adjust and pivot and mm-hmm. refocus on other things? So uh, more to come on that. Not that that's like a anything big to worry about, but I'll let you know how that shakes out. <laughs> right. Um, so what about you? Since our last episode on a review of working from home, I've I've had, I've been working on ways to adapt more to this whole situation. Uh, this has marked a month of working remotely for my job. And I've made some changes to my life, which I think has made it better. One of which is uh, pulling out from our arsenal of things that we tested out of having themed days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So themed days at work are kind of hard to do right now. They're still a bit difficult. I used to do this thing called a weekly focus at the beginning of each work week where I outline the things I need to get done that week. Still hard to adapt to that. But what I have been theming is my personal life around those days. So I want to continue working on Python, but I also find writing as like a way to kind of like escape reality for a bit, like productive escapism. So I decided to start waking up at 6 a.m. every day and on, uh, what is it? I'm trying to find those, my Google, my calendar. I think it's on Mondays and Wednesdays before work for an hour. I'm going to focus on, on learning programming and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to, uh, work on either a writing project or I'm going to go into our writing prompts and choose a random writing prompt to work on just to like stretch my muscles. And I actually combined both these interests together. I went to our writing prompts last Tuesday to start up this whole this whole uh, theme day, and I was so overwhelmed with like all the prompts on there. <laughs> so I was like, "This sucks! I can't do this." So I was like, "Oh wait, I know Python. I literally just finished a course called Automate the Boring Stuff. I'm going to go to get the Python Reddit API and make a script that gives me a random writing prompt every time I click on it." So that way I don't need to decide, just it's given to me right there. So I was happy to use it in something useful and combine both my hobbies together. So that was fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I've been doing that. I even uh, have outlined like when my workouts are going to be during the week now and all my workouts now are just running. But I've learned that I've been running too much because my legs are getting sore more often. So I've made a pacing routine. And I've turned it down from five days a week of running to four days a week, which is actually took a lot more effort mentally to do than you think it would for me because I'm like Chris Trigger in Parks and Recreation. Like I working out's a part of my identity. And like if I get rid of it, I'm like, ah <laughs> So <laughs> So it it was it took some work, but uh I now have an idea how I'm gonna focus on this. So yeah, um I also purchased um Stephen King's On Writing, the physical book, which I haven't bought a physical book in forever. Wow. Off of bookshop.org, which is like a website to support bookshops during this time. And uh, I've been rereading a book on writing I read in college called Ron Carlson Writes a Story, which is a short book on like the uh, the foundations of writing. So yeah, I've been entertaining myself with those things. And uh yeah, it's it's been quite a time adapting to everything. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I have uh, I heard about the bookshop, one of the local bookstores I go to, Malvern Books, here in Austin, um, had just like launched their online bookstore uh, during this thing. Um, yeah, it's as happening well. everywhere. 
This yeah, is the is. website that our local bookstore here, book people recommends people to buy from right now. It's okay. like it's book people is a part of it. It's like a consortium of bookshops across the U.S. And you order it there and like whichever bookshop has it, they'll send it to you. Very cool. So that's how I just support it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you need any um, other writing book recommendations, let me know. I was, uh, at the time when it was active, uh, she had since stopped the meetup, but I was part of a book club on book writing. <laughs> so every month we read a book on writing. Um, nice. And got together and discussed how we applied those techniques in our writing and uh, what we th- thought about the book. Kind of like how we do our book reviews on productivity mm-hmm. and then test it out. It was that for books um, mm-hmm. uh, about writing. So I have a few books that I've read um, and have gone to on physical and on Kindle. So if you need any recommendations, let me know. Nice. I'll let you know after I finish these two books. But oh yeah, one other thing too. This is like a productivity update for me. <laughs> I decided to no longer track my unproductive time on Toggle anymore because it's so blended working from home. Like what's a distraction, what's not, like what's like saying I just that just happens that the day. So I was like, this is enough. So I quit. <laughs> so I, I actually delete all my old unproductive time entries. It's like I don't want to make it all well rounded. Yeah. And I also I also did it too for another reason because I've been using this app called exist.io. It's okay. a quantified self app. It kind of like it's an aggregate for a bunch of our quantified self things you do, like using toggle to track your time, Fitbit to track your health. And it tries to find correlations between like things that you do and like how it re- how they relate to each other. So I've been using it for uh, productivity time mostly. And Exist doesn't discriminate based on timers on Toggle. So it logs all record time as productive time. So because of that, I decided, like, you know what? I want to get more insightful data on myself. So I'm going to just delete all these unproductive hours I've logged and have the app figure out like what is the true productivity days, productivity time. Yeah, the true productive time. This, so, yeah. Why have, have I heard about this before? Oh no, I found out about it because I think Freedom had a discount for the first three months free. I'm still actually on those, those first three months free program right now. It feels so. like I heard about this before, but when I visit this, I'm like, wow. Um, and how it just plugs into everything. Yeah, to the, kinda, only thing that you, you, the only thing you do yourself is at the end of each day, you rank it on a one through five scale. And you tag other activities that were not logged. Like I tag every day I spend uh, playing games on it. Or if I hang out with friends, I tag that too. So that way it could help find correlations for those things. This is interesting. Very yeah. interesting. I'm really into the quantified self. It's actually, it's only, a t- it's, a, it's a team of two small developers in Australia. Just two of them. And they're developing this whole thing. So I'm, I'm happy to support small businesses like that. So I'm going to... Hmm. Maybe we can review it in a future episode. Yeah, I'm going to give this a try. So I'm going to bookmark this. So Let me see I if can, any. Yeah, I'll see if I have any referral codes. Yeah, do that. And uh, I want to 
test this out because it connects to your Apple Watch, Google Fit, Fitbit, yeah. all of that. Running Keeper, which is my running Even app. Dark Sky, which is a weather app, which yeah. Apple just bought. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. I yeah. just connected Dark Sky to get the weather information around me to see how it affects me as well. Yeah, Apple just bought them. So unfortunately, you Android folks, uh, all development stop and the app will be removed. Um, wow, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, this is okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'll see if there's any referral codes I can give you. Yeah. Wait, here we go. I found a referral link. I'll send it to you on Slack. Send that. Yeah. <laughs> And here we go. There you go. Now we, this could be a future topic or we'll just talk about it because this is a really fascinating thing. I've been into the quantified self movement for a while mm-hmm. and I've never seen an app that aggregates everything. So I'm excited to try this thing out. Yes. Like I've seen but, analog ways of doing this from uh, people's different bullet journal setups. Mm. Um, there was one in which and how she actually had her structured uh, when she the, will fill out her trackers, she can map it all the way through because it's the same consistent setup. And so she can see what days um, that she had better sleep. Oh, I was going to say, I have a spreadsheet like that that I've been doing for like a year and a half now. And I still do it despite having this app. But yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't I do not do anything <laughs> like that to that extent. Um, <laughs> I do uh, monthly reviews, uh, but... I just actually started converting everything within Notion so that I can get a little bit more data from that. So I do have monthly things that I put in Notion for reviews and and trackers. So I'm kind of late to that game, but this is very fascinating. Very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, Uh, we could talk about this forever in a different episode, but let's talk about what our episode is or our feature topic this time. Which is the 2020 rule, which as we talked about earlier, which is that every 20 minutes while you're working, you get up and do something physical, maybe walking around the house. Uh, or in my case, I did a lot of push-ups during this time. We'll get to that later. But just need to take a break from what you're currently doing, kind of like a Pomodoro technique, but with more physical activity. Let's start with you, Mark. How has it been for these past two weeks? I'm pretty good. I have... Kind of, um, (laughs) I wrote a post which is freely available now by the time you listen to this episode. Uh, But I wrote a three tips of uh, three work from home and productivity tips. And one of those was regarding the Pomodoro. And it's kind of, you know, uh, my main main information or main things I go to when working from home. And we kind of talked about it in the last episode as well so um i'm kind of a little bit of a nerd but it was pretty nice to take this challenge on and try to incorporate different things so as we talked in previous episodes you know we're fans of this is the toggle fan cast and Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i've advocated for different uh, pomodoro methods uh before in the past as well so for this one you know, kind of the methods and process was just breaking it, actually reducing the, the Pomodoro timer to just 20 minutes to fit mm-hmm. with the role instead of the 25 um, that you have uh, that I have set in toggle or forced. And uh, it was very uh, uh, nice because 
when working from home again, one of the main things, whether you're working from home or at your desktop, is being sedentary. Um, mm-hmm. Just sitting in one position all day, even standing. When people get standing desks, they think, oh, I'm just stand all day. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's just the lack of movement overall. Kind of taking this on kind of helps ensure you kind of get a double uh, double or triple dose of things. Uh, from the Pomodoro method, like one of the things that we that I always push for that is because it helps you focus on that particular task that you set, right? Uh, you can uh, define your, your 20 minutes for your timer and you can focus on that particular task. And you can use it in a multitude of ways. Like in my uh, day job, for example, uh, I do work in support. So when I'm working on a customer case, you know, there are um, uh, SLAs that I need to meet um, or try to meet. And so having a Pomodoro timer set helps me focus for that particular time. And if I can't figure out the issue or make headway on it, then I can reach out and brainstorm with other coworkers um, or push it up uh, wherever it needs to go. Or if I do have a solution, I can bounce it. But then you get that break uh, that actually allows you to pull back from that issue. And we talked about this in um, the book Hyperfocus, mm. uh, the scatter focus section, in which uh, our brain likes to concentrate on unfinished tasks. So mm. if you have an unfinished task during those, uh, after that 20 minutes, uh, your brain can work on it while you rest and get up and move mm. away from uh, where you're at. So for me, within within those periods, it, it was very nice to kind of change it up and actually enforce myself to <laughs> move every 20 minutes because sometimes you I'll be working and then I'm like, oh, I'll just continue whenever yeah. toggle goes off. So it, it was really nice to kind of just have that hard timer that I'm always getting up, moving away and doing some kind of activity, whether it's walking away outside uh, go within my little area go on the balcony and meditate for actually it would end up being a minute if I sometimes when I did meditation mm-hmm. um, or do some other activity so it was kind of fun to break it up to get some exercise in um, or to say okay you can go um, how long can you actually uh, move stuff from the washer to the dryer in 20 seconds <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was kind of kind of my uh, method a little bit uh, for within those uh, past two weeks and working from home. Yeah, for me, this was actually really nice because I have a problem and that like I'm like most human beings, like once in a while I get lazy, I don't want to do anything. Despite me making the Chris Trago comparison earlier today, mm-hmm. there's still that desire to do nothing once you start doing nothing or at least continuing the flow of what you've been doing for the next X number of minutes. So switching over to like every 20 minutes and taking a break was took a bit for me to adapt to. I haven't really done the Pomodoro technique that much, and this is a, a nice kind of refresher for it, but with a bit of a twist. And I think I like this one more. The Pomodoro technique for me just kind of felt like either that the work sessions are too short or the breaks are too short. Like none of them felt satisfactory to me. So my t- I adapted my routine instead 
to do kind of like more of like a bulk Pomodoro technique mm-hmm. throughout the years where I have like an hour to an hour and a half long work session. Then I take like a 15 minute break of just like doing nothing or like browsing Reddit or whatever, taking a walk around the office and then going back to work. That felt more natural to me because I could still contain, I could still maintain that focus. So to have a challenge where every 20, not every like 25 minutes, like you said, with Pomodoro technique, but every 20 minutes I need to get up and do something that took a bit to get used to. So I'd be doing something and then I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll just do 20 pushups right next to me because it's really close to where I'm at. Don't need to get up and do anything. Just do 20 pushups and that's it which actually I was happy about because I haven't been to the gym in a month, so I haven't done any strength training. So it's <laughs> nice to just kind of get that out of the way. Uh, I'd also switch them up with like, with uh, spacing my breath in breaks with every 20 minutes. So that way I could just get up and walk to the bathroom or I did 20 chair dips if I was getting tired of push-ups, or I'll just go outside for like a minute and let the dogs out for about a minute or two and then come back. So it, I don't know at, at first I I felt weird about it, mm-hmm. but the more it went on, the more I feel like this is like the medicine that's needed for working from home right now. <laughs> like I think this would be different in my office. Working from home makes it a little bit different, like where everything just blends together. Mm-hmm. So to have like that quick mental break and I like do something that's physical, just took my mind off of everything that I was working from home, that I was doing this. And by the end of the day, I had a better sense of well-being than I did before. Really? Maybe it's just my mind adapting. Like whenever we did our working from home review is our first two weeks of working from home. Mm -hmm. Now it's our first four weeks. I think I can't remember if you had an extra week or not than I did, but it's my first four weeks and maybe it's an adaptation thing. I just got used to it, but it did help me get through the work day a little bit more, especially when things started blending together. I also found out that Doing push-ups with my dogs in the room really excites them. Yeah. So there's days, there was times like where I'd only do like five to ten push-ups. He's like, they'd start licking my face as I was doing yep. push-ups. <laughs> they were so confused and happy that I was down there with them. They're like, oh my god, Kyle's here! So they started <laughs> licking my face. So then I started turning it. Out. I started remixing it a bit. As if they were in the room with me, I'd do a walk around the room, and they'd always follow me around the room. So I have on my log, I log them as puppy parades. So <laughs> did a few puppy parades. Yeah, uh, there were some days though that I forgot to do it. Like I would do it throughout the day, but I did it like on like, like the first two hours of work were so busy, I forgot to do it during those first two hours of work. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, okay, I gotta get back on, gotta get back in the rails here. So then I get onto it. I found it kind of refreshing during this time of solidarity and cabin fever. So... Yeah, and it, I mean, it helps. Prom- the The best thing about it is that it promotes physical activity. Mm-hmm. So, because yeah, sometimes um, when doing the Pomodoro method, I would take a f- my five minute break, but it will be to browse Reddit or mm-hmm. to browse something Same. else. But I actually wouldn't leave um, my desk or where I mm-hmm. was working. Uh, but this helps definitely make sure and and promote activities. So I use that time to do like neck stretches, um, you Mm -hmm. know, and everything else. Um, There were some push-ups as well. Um, So I just threw different things uh, into it um, to kind of get small, tiny, like little workouts, whether it was push-ups, lunges, or squats, or 
uh, sciatic nerve stretches because I need to keep those up. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> But it, it was great because it, it, it really emphasized and promotes physical activity, which mm-hmm. we need uh, to keep us moving. Yeah. And physical activity in general has uh, strong correlations with focus and problem solving. Mm-hmm. So it's just good for that. Like you were saying, like the, like the scatter focus you get from everything. Wow. We're going to reference that book review in every single episode, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that is the most influential book we've ever read in this show so far. <laughs> that and Atomic Habits, we could reference on every episode. Yeah, like you're developing a habit. You could have it stack this whole thing. Go to the bathroom, then do 20 push-ups because you have the timer. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Combo breaker. <laughs> Hyperfocus and, sca- and Atomic ho- Habits are just the DNA of this podcast. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, we do... The- I guess that I guess that really emphasizes if something made an impact on you, if you continually reference that, even yeah. though you've read so many other things within that same uh, uh, genre of focus that you go back to those particular things. It's like, OK, mm-hmm. um, the core stuff is still there. Yeah, it is. But and this I like to continue this thread. This is kind of like introducing small moments of scatter focus in your daily life to kind of have your brain relax and solve those problems in the back of your mind. Like maybe you're working on a problem uh, that you can't figure out, but then you do 20 push-ups and in the middle of it, like you're like, Oh wait, I got some direction now. Like I, something just comes to you. And that has happened. Uh, I was working on a customer case and I was just kind of hitting my head at it. And I was trying to reproduce, set up the environment and everything else. And I stepped away and I was like, Oh, let me check this in the database um, on my, you know, 20 second break. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, that solves that issue. And now I, now this actually needs to go to developers to look at. So, um, it, yeah, it, it it has helped uh, me take a break from those things mm-hmm. and some other activity uh, end up linking them together and helping me solve the issue. And momentarily leaving your workspace for a moment kind of sets your brain into a different perspective as well, since you aren't just thinking about your to-do list at the time. Yes. You are thinking about doing those 20 push-ups or going for that quick walk to let your pups out. Like you're not thinking about anything else. So the next thing you know, you might be like, yeah, like, like you just, you have a good example right there. Like you just figured out the direction you had to go in. So it's like to go to the whole meta the productivity lab lore side of everything is <laughs> so, uh, the physical activity is great, but what really matters is that break. And like you said, there's Pomodoro techniques like where you like take like a five minute Reddit break if you want to, mm-hmm. but your mind might be occupied with Reddit. With meanwhile, physical activity keeps your hands free and your eye and your mind focused on something else. That's like like it makes a big difference in like how your brain processes things. Like I'll have ideas that come to me like if I'm out for a run or a walk that I don't have come to me any other time. Mm-hmm. It's like having your hands free and your mind on something else makes a big difference. Well, this is a bit of a short review since it's a very simple topic. Yeah. But I think there's a lot. I mean, we could move into verdict right now if you want to, unless you have something else to say. No, let's go for it. Yeah. All right. Since you started off this one, let's start the review with you. What do you give this one and why? Um, I'm going to give this a five. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the reason why it it reinforces great things that I already recommend to people if they're working from home. And I've had conversations with folks 
at work who have never worked from home or even though where I work, we, we normally work from home two days a week. That's very different than working from home week after week after week, mm-hmm. right? And that's fairly new for them. So it makes it very challenging. And even in, a, in their day-to-day, uh, they're looking for mentorship in mm-hmm. being productive, even in their day and their work. And I've had people ask me, well, how are you able to get these things? Or like, why do you do this particular process, right? And so it reinforces several different things for me. It pushes the Pomodoro technique, which I think is great. Again, you can mm-hmm. start off with smaller times to work. I think 20 minutes is pretty great. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, like we said in, in past episodes, you can audit yourself to find out what, where, where do you start losing focus. And that mm-hmm. could be set as your timer. But for this one, the 202020, uh, you can certainly start off with that with 20 minute timer. Then you also get that 20 second break and you leave your workspace getting uh, some physical activity in. So those are all great things from uh, my perspective and from the perspective of productivity that I would recommend for people. And set and the on the back end, you're also low key tracking your time. Now, whether <laughs> you are <laughs> now, you guys know as as the toggle fan cast here <laughs> that we track our time. And mm-hmm. when you're doing that, um, if you're if you're logging it, at least um, or if you're using toggle to help facilitate that or even the forest app, which we've done a review and recommended before mm-hmm. uh, forest app lets you notate, um, let you tag each of your uh, items. Uh, where you were uh, tracking time, you get to go back and see what you were actually working on during that time. And if you create a spreadsheet or do it, or you're using Toggle, then you can use their reporting to kind of review to see where you're actually spending your time. So it kind of mm-hmm. low key enters you into the time tracking arena, in which I think everyone should do. But uh, just the 2020 rule, which um, came from Nina Babel of the Keep It 100 Girl podcast. Um, I I think it's great, a great entry. It reinforces everything that I recommend to people in productivity, whether they're in the office or at home. Um, The getting up and and making sure you're walking away piece is new for me. I didn't always do that, but I think it's great. And so, yeah, it gets a five out of five for me. Uh, it just hits all those great little points. Nice. Uh, I personally saw that the 20 minutes felt too quick, in my opinion. I would, uh, If I were to do it, it would be a 30, 30, 30 rule, I think. Okay. Uh, do 30 minutes, kind of closer to a Pomodoro technique that way. I I might continue doing it, though, because it was nice to just kind of force myself to take those breaks and everything, especially, like I said, I get help during working from home when everything just blends together. Mm-hmm. It makes a huge difference. I'm torn between a four and a five, but I think I'm going to lean towards the five more because it is very simple to do. Yeah. And it does make a noticeable difference in your mood and your productivity because of that. So I I think that your mileage, or not your mileage, you should alter it on like how long you think it should be between like say 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I think going over 30 minutes might be going too far. Mm-hmm. You should like do this at least like twice within an hour. 
and you decide from there how you want to do it. But yeah, it, promoting physical activity is great. Taking that break from your work for just 20 seconds, it's not that much to ask for. Yeah. Is a huge, uh, provides a, a huge benefit on your mind and your level of focus. And like I said, it's a 20 second break. So like, unlike some, like why I didn't do Pomodoro technique really is that a five minute break felt too short. Uh, the 20 second break doesn't feel like anything like it just, it's just done. So yeah, I, I say five is a good score for this. Yeah. Five out of five for me too. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So Mark, do you want to introduce our next topic, which is saying that we've been talking about for a while. I'm excited for this one. Yes, our next topic, our next challenge that we're taking on is bulletproof coffee. Now, everyone is talking about, we all know the the, the joy of, that coffee brings. I'm a coffee <laughs> lover. But making it bulletproof, they're saying that that increases your productivity and keeps you going and energized all day long. Well, <laughs> yeah. we're going to put that to the test and see if those claims are true. I got my yeah. coffee kit. I haven't started it yet. Uh, you got yours, yeah. right? Yeah, I tried it out this morning just out of curiosity. I'm like, why not? So I had some after my run today. I drank my first bulletproof coffee glass. All right. I don't yeah. I don't want to hear about it. But yeah. I uh, also did get an espresso machine exclusively for this <laughs> challenge. Bulletproof, <laughs> we have bulletproof cappuccinos over there for you. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's going to be our next challenge. I'm uh, pretty excited to try this because I've been wanting to try bulletproof coffee uh, for we'll some time. But I, I we'll never did We'll explain more in the next episode like what it's supposed to do. But we'll put the link in the show notes for the uh, time being mm-hmm. for what it is and... Uh, what you think of it? You think of this time you join us in this challenge? Yeah, it, I will say one thing though: it tastes pretty good so far. Okay. <laughs> unlike unlike Soylent, where I thought it tastes like sweet chuck or uh, boring milk. <laughs> boring milk. This actually tastes pretty good. So my my pre review is at least it'll taste great while you're drinking it. All right, all right. And yeah. is that just a, just a regular brewed cup of coffee? I don't know how I'm yeah, going to make I, it if I'm going to. I'm use not using my- their brand name coffee. I make enough coffee for Amberly and I in the morning that uh, I'm just going to go through our normal batch. Is this pot coffee that you make? Yeah, black coffee. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, yeah. I, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I got so many <laughs> options. I know. Well, in the meantime, you could follow the show on uh, whatever podcast app of your choices. You could check out our website at theproductivitylab.show or tpl.show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Productive Lab. And where can people follow you, Mark? They can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AskMarkIO. That's AskMarkIO. And if you want to see my horrible writing and illustrations, you can go to AskMark.io. What about you? You could follow me on Twitter at KyleSQ9 and Instagram at KyleSQ9. And that's it for our show. In the meantime, stay productive. Trying to ninja by <laughs> right now. <laughs>
No, it's not. <laughs>